Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, Hugo Savinovich reckons Charlotte Flair has lingering backstage issues in WWE. Vince McMahon is done with interviews and company conference calls. We got some backstage notes on the WrestleMania 37 chaos reign delay thing. And once again, CM Punk shoots <laughs> on WWE. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. I can't tell you how many times I've had to practice company conference calls. And this is the news. Buttery biscuit base. All right, let's kick <laughs> things off by talking about Charlotte Flair. Um, interview here with Hugo Savinovich, the ex-WWE announcer Hugo Savinovich, uh, conducted by Nick Hausman of Wrestling Inc. Now, Hugo is the guy who conducted uh, Andrade's first post-WWE release for Lucha Libre Online, if you remember that one. All kinds of juicy bits and pieces mm. coming out of that interview. Um, now, before we dive into this, please take this with a pinch of salt or maybe a giant jug of salt because keep in mind, <laughs> Hugo is the same guy who claimed last year that Karrion Cross is an ex-mafia hitman. So, <laughs> so, you know, keep that in mind as we kind of go through this. But one of the things they spoke about here, Hausman and Savinovich, was uh, Charlotte Flair missing WrestleMania and the Andrade interview and everything surrounding that. When asked if Hugo thought that Charlotte missing WrestleMania was a consequence of Andrade asking for and receiving his WWE release, Hugo said definitely. He also called the pregnancy that never was, of course we've covered that story before, uh, mm -hmm. a cheap excuse on the company's behalf, questioning why Charlotte was able to show up on Raw a couple of nights later, but not appear at WrestleMania. And he kind of touched on the whole thing uh, and the idea of maybe lingering issues and how difficult it is to be a couple within WWE. I've got some quotes here. I'll just read it out as he said it. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. I know that Charlotte came back, but I don't think things are that cool because that's her man. Andrade, of course, is gone. Uh, it is tough when you're a couple and you work for the same boss because anything can happen even if they don't want to admit it. You're going to pay the price. Her price, Charlotte, was to miss WrestleMania. And then the next day, it was like nothing happened. She kicked everybody's ass, and wow, this is very strange. So yeah, she did kick everyone's ass. She came back on Raw, she beat up Rhea Ripley, beat up Asuka, beat up John Cena. Uh, she's got her sights <laughs> set on the Raw women's title. She's going to be in that picture, seemingly, for the foreseeable future. But, uh, you know, Hugo's theory here, it's not out with the realm of possibility. Of course it's not, because he's obviously has a relationship with Andrade. He interviewed him. But at the same time, there's that Karrion Cross story that just I yeah. cannot get out of my head. So here we are. Uh, Adam Wilborn, give me your rundown of this situation. Yeah, it's, it's tough to, to, to know what to believe here. Like you say, I, I, I sense it's a little from column A and a little from column B in terms of the fact that I think that 
Yeah, there probably is some weight to the fact that I have no doubt if your other half is not with the company, is with another company, or is leaving the company in particular with, with Charlotte Flair, of course, yeah. it's not going to make things necessarily easier for you backstage. Whether that was the reasoning why she was pulled off WrestleMania, I, I don't know. There's, you know, the pregnancy, there's COVID, and the fact that was, you know, I'm not saying there wasn't anything for her, but to, if they did want to like crow her back, crowbar her back into that story, it would feel like a waste. It would have been like what one, two weeks before WrestleMania yeah. that they would have to force her into that Asgaria Ripley storyline. I think they've kind of stumbled into quite a great storyline with it all. Whether or not that is due, due to Andrade's release, I, I sense this is something we'll never truly know the answer yeah. to, Andy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, It's a theory, and it's a theory that you can get to by connecting various thoughts. And, you know, maybe it's uh, someone that Hugo knows on the inside. But uh, it's interesting nonetheless. Uh, I think that Charlotte long-term will be absolutely fine in WWE. She's like a 700 gazillion time champion already. uh, And she will be more than that by the time her career is done. So best of luck to Andrade. Looking forward to seeing what he does next. And best of luck to Charlotte, who is still a tremendous TV performer. Looking forward to seeing her next move. Yeah, still though, sucks to be in the Andrade Charlotte household right now. Andrade no longer working with WWE and Charlotte dropping 100 Gs because of her actions on Raw, of course. Wrestling is real to me, damn it. Uh, Right, (laughs) why is Vince McMahon never on company conference calls and why isn't he doing interviews anymore? That's what we're all thinking. Well, the answer to that uh, came recently from PW Insiders, Dave Schurer. Uh, He responded to a QA and a question uh, about Vince McMahon's lack of appearances on interviews and stuff. Basically, he said he doesn't want to. He has put uh, Nick Khan in that position nowadays. He's just not a fan, really, of doing them anymore, answering questions, doing interviews, doing conference calls. Plus, at the end of the day, he's also 70 bloody five. I know (laughs) that's different in McMahon years. It's like the opposite of dog years or something. But, yeah, he can't be arsed, basically. And you know what? Fair enough. Also, I think you're going to get... more straightforward answers from someone like Nick Khan, Andy. Yeah, Nick Khan is like a really interesting interview. If you haven't actually checked out his uh, recent appearance on the Colin Cowherd podcast, uh, you should check that out. He's a really compelling talker, whether or not you agree with what he says during this interview or not. Um, So it kind of makes sense for that guy to be, you know, the the public speaking man in the company. Uh, Look, I'm I'm 33 years old and I can barely be arsed talking to anyone. So I don't blame (laughs) Vince at all uh, at 75. Although Vince probably has the vitality of a 20 year old. Let's be honest. We've seen him in the gym. All right. Mm. Um, So fair play to Vince. Uh, It is what it is. Nick Khan has such weird, like alpha energy uh, on these calls and stuff. And... When you listen to it, you will understand why Vince went for him, uh, even beyond like his obvious business acumen and stuff. So there we go. Uh, WrestleMania 37, rain delay, gone from the network. We spoke about that yesterday. They deleted the crap out of that. But we got some (laughs) notes on it. On the backstage situation that went down during this rain delay, courtesy of a report from Fightful Select, diving into the matter, describing chaotic scenes as WWE tried to fill the gap. Uh, according to the report, a bunch of performers were actually just kind of swiped and went, hey, do a promo uh, with like minimal direction, um, while others pitched their own ideas that may or may not have come to light on television. All in all, WWE officials are said to be very satisfied with how the time was filled and how everything came across. 
Uh, guys like Kevin Owens knocked out of the park, yeah. I think, in their unscripted promo, so fair play. Uh, and the idea to hold actual matches in the backstage area, which was fluttered around the rumour mill a couple of times, uh, never came to mind. That would have been ridiculous, so fair Jeez. play. Um, yeah, the rain delay was crazy. I just remember our group chat lighting up as me and Adam Nicholas were preparing to go on the stream. It's like, oh God, we're going to be awake until 8 in the morning, aren't we? <laughs> um, but, you know, they did their best. They filled it quite well. Uh, and, you know, now the sight of Samoa Joe in a poncho is going to be the last thing we ever see from him on oh. WWE TV. So there you go. Yeah, oh, to have been a fly on the wall backstage when that was all happening, by the way. I, you know, they talk about chaos for just a normal episode of Monday Night Raw. The biggest show of the year, finding out that they couldn't have wrestling for the first <laughs> half an hour, 40 minutes, whatever it was. Yeah. Fascinating. Like you say, some people did look like they did just been told 10 seconds before, you're going to be on camera, fill as much time as you can rattling on about WrestleMania. Shane McMahon looking even sweatier than usual. But like you say, some other people looked incredible, like Kevin Owens. And hey, maybe this was a dry run for unscripted promos. And if it was... Uh, maybe we should do more of that WWE they won't they've deleted all off the networks or the peacock at the very least so that's what they think of that anyway yeah. uh, let's move on and talk about someone who was very good at unscripted promos one CM Punk he's been chatting to uh, sports uh, SI sports illustrated what was I, I was about to say sports eyes there is that right <laughs> I have no idea what you're on about Justin Barrasso uh, <laughs> he's been talking about returning to WWE uh, and said basically if he did that he would be quote just another guy that's doing not good television uh, basically yeah it's probably not going to happen I wouldn't hold your breath on that um, he says I get offered to do a lot of stuff and I say no to 90% of it just because my thing is I need to work with quality human beings it just seems like maybe in pro wrestling there is a lack of quality human beings yeah, uh, I like doing fun quality projects and if there is a fun quality wrestling project that gets sent my way I will listen to it but uh, I, I sense that it's going to be a long while before we see him on it in a WWE ring, Andy Murray. It's a CM Punk return story, you know what I mean? Uh, we've we've kind of gone over these a thousand times before. We will be talking about CM Punk potentially returning to the ring until he either returns to the ring or loses a leg or something, right? Um, he gets asked about it all the time and he speaks very well and eloquently and he has these this knack of creating sound bites. so we're obviously going to cover it because it's interesting stuff. Um, but, you know, he makes valid points uh, with regards to like how he'd be used and what you know, his subjective opinion on the quality of the programming that's all his perspective I still think he's an interesting talker uh, but yeah I mean we'll be back next month with another story uh, about CM Punk returning see you there yeah he basically wants a project he's passionate about about and a boatload of money so that's yeah. what it's going to take basically and uh, you know if you're someone like myself who predicted he would return to a ring you can celebrate the fact, that, of course, that he did in Stephen Amell's TV show, Heels. So uh, I am right. Have that comment section. Right, let's move on to your Twitter <laughs> question. That what called you WWE, of course, if you want to get in touch with us. The other James starts us off saying, Hey, folks, with Brian Cage showing respect to veterans like Sting, could you see him intervening to help Christian Cage if things get out of hand with Powerhouse Hobbs since they share the last name <laughs> suddenly Brian Cage and Christian Cage are brothers um, yeah I mean I could see him intervening if Powerhouse Hobbs takes it a little bit too far because that's kind of been the theme I have respect for you I'm Brian Cage I'm a respectful man um, but I kind of hope it doesn't I don't I don't want Team Taz arguing man I don't want this tension oh. I want them to come back together and kick everyone's ass so hopefully that's where this is headed 
Are we finally getting Ricky Starks on Dynamite again tonight? We are, against Hangman oh, Page, no God. less. Really good. Oh, thank you. God, I've missed <laughs> that absolute peace in a wrestling ring. <laughs> uh, but yes, I do like the idea of Cajun Cage. They sound like a, a legal team, but yes, I'm intrigued <laughs> to see how that one plays out. Uh, Tim Housen says, Good morning, guys. CM Punk teases again yesterday with a match with uh, Will Ospreay, and somehow I got to booking... Samoa Joe in New Japan. What are some matches you'd like to see from Joe in New Japan Pro Wrestling? Also, congrats on two mil. Thank you very much, Tim Housen. Don't forget, today is our New York live show, I believe, at 5 p.m. on the channel. And lots more good stuff coming your way to celebrate two million subscribers. Thanks again to everyone for helping us hit that. Absolutely. And shout out to Tim Housen's brother, Dan, as well. Very (laughs) evil. Very nice. Very evil. Um, Yeah, Samoa Joe in New Japan. So many interesting matches. Him and Ishii just smashing into each other would be a lot of fun. Uh, The sheer presence of character and charisma of him and Minoru Suzuki. Uh, Samoa Joe and Suzuki would be amazing. And of course, I've got to go with my boy Shingo Takagi. That'd be tremendous as well. Oh, I genuinely thought you were going to say, is it Yano? Yano! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd go for it. Why not? <laughs> I love that as well. Samoa Joe's trying to get cleared, trying to get cleared by WWE, trying to get cleared by WWE. He leaves, goes to New Japan. It's the Stone Pitbull! There you go! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, quick reminder, I love telling this story. I was once security for him when we had him in What Culture Pro Wrestling. What a pointless bloody job that was. Yeah. Don't worry, I've got this. <laughs> Don't worry, Tom. Find a couple of questions. A genius put to him, but I'll allow it from Eddie Zamari. Uh, Eddie says, "Congrats for the two million subscribers. Thank you very much, Eddie. Uh, I have two questions for you guys. What, are your, what is your guys' favourite video working together that created a, mo- a moment amongst you guys? Uh, and if you could interview one wrestling legend on the channel, who and why?" There was a video that we shot in New York uh, in the dead of night. It was like three o'clock in the morning. We just wanted to get it in the can and get to sleep. But one member of the crew wanted to film a skit afterwards and the skit kept going wrong and wrong and wrong. And in the moment it was like, come on, brother, we just want to get to sleep. But, you know, things like this bring you closer together. And we felt more of a bond uh, as a team after that. There's another one that I can't go into, unfortunately. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But nothing illegal. Just, you know, I don't want to put anyone's personal stuff on blast. Uh, As far as interviewing a legend goes, I mean, it's Gangrel, obviously, or Tugboat. Take your <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, I, I'm going to go for fairly obvious ones in terms of favourite videos. Memorable moments. It, it, we always come back to it. Haku nearly taking off Simon Miller's head at the Bullet Club block party. <laughs> uh, that image will stay with me forever. Um, and I'm going to say again, uh, wrestling catchphrase. The video's still up on the channel. Go and watch it because then it'll hopefully be able to help us convince the bosses to shoot a second one of these. <laughs> it was genuinely some of the most fun I've had. Uh, working at what culture and uh, as Andy will attest to it was preposterous seeing the preparation that went into it and Andy would walk out to my desk and go why is there a dragon mask next to your desk and go, oh, nothing, <laughs> don't, don't worry about it don't worry about it uh, in terms of interviews if I could interview one wrestling legend it'd be The Rock because obviously then we'd hit yeah. three million subscribers but um uh, and you know what it, it, on a more serious note if it's not The Rock who is an, an absolute hero of mine William Regal. I've said it before, I'll say it again. I could listen to that bloke read the bloody phone book. He's got so many great wrestling stories. I've rewatched that interview from years ago he did with Gorilla Position just the other day on YouTube. He's just fascinating. So yeah, I'd love to have him on here. Uh, right, let's move on to today's. And finally, we uh, talked about The Fiend's interesting merch yesterday, those shorts of his. Uh, and now Malcolm Bivins, uh, a guy who you really should be following on Twitter if you're not already. He's brilliant. Uh, has launched his own pair of shorts to compete with the fiends here it is it's got a 
thing for backwards cigars, a thing for the TV show Martin, <laughs> sorry Martin Lawrence, and the phrase knock if you buck across the crotch or arse area, I can't tell, uh, and a little uh, sponsorship from Waffle House, and the 100 emoji Andy, these might be the best shorts I've ever seen. They're certainly better than the fiends, uh, yes, <laughs> there bar. we go, there we go. It's a very low bar. <laughs> Right, let's know your thoughts on that and all today's news stories. In the comment section below, don't forget to like, share and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from. For daily wrestling podcasts, we've got the NXT review and the AW Dynamite preview to come later on today. Plus, you can let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch there, follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at... At Andy H. Murray, the H today stands for Happy Birthday Brutus the Barber Beefcake. All right, there we go. Did he have his eyes knocked out of his head once? Uh. <laughs> that was a story. I think he gets like paragliding or something. His eyes got knocked out of his head. So, I yeah. only, I only remember Happy the birthday, zodiac. Anyway, uh, follow me on Twitter <laughs> at Adam Wilbur. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. But for now, my thanks, Danny Murray. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.